Boom, boom. How's it going? How's it going? It is I again, your boy TJ. And today we are wanting to talk about there's lots of people that have migrated to overseas, to the UK, Australia, New Zealand, you name them. But they left properties in South Africa. And some of them, they're not coming back. And some of them, these were inherited properties. So the question that I want to ask today, if you are buying a property from someone else who is staying out of the country, what is that process? And for some of you, you'll be like, well, the process is the same. Well, really? Is it the same by buying a property when someone is staying there or when someone else is abroad? Is there a difference? And this is exactly what I want us to talk about today. All right. Why can I be talking about this? It is because I've bought a few properties in the past with people that are staying overseas. And with that, it gives me the pleasure to give you my real life experience on the five deals that I've walked through on, bought, and all of these, uh, all of these deals, the people were staying abroad. Right. I'm just going to give you the guideline of buying a property. And at what junction does it become complicated for me to actually now understand that there is a challenge when you have people that are staying outside of the country for you to be buying that property? Okay, now, step number one when you're buying a property. Obviously, there might be an estate agent or you might, there might be no estate agent or you know the property yourself. And whatever way you might have gotten through to this property, it doesn't really matter. What matters is here yeah, is that you've got your offer to purchase and potentially at this junction, this is where you're going to discover that the owner of the property is not around there overseas. How do you know that? Basically, there's a longer delay. There's a slightly delay in terms of them accepting your offer to purchase because someone needs to go in and scan that paperwork. Someone needs to send it to them via email. Someone else needs to wait for them to think about and convert uh, maybe the pound into rand or the uh, or the US dollars into into rand or whatever their money is in and they start thinking is it really worth it um, and obviously they don't sign on this very day that they receive it they only kind of like sign it after a couple of days well in this day we now have whatsapp so whatsapp we can just whatsapp them and we can say have you signed the document and it looks like they are just around the corner but not necessarily so. When you are dealing with bigger things, people want to contemplate. They want to think. Maybe this property has some emotional connections to it. So for that reason, they might not sign immediately. And that's sign number one for you to actually see that here, there is a small challenge that this person is not physically here. The difference with you signing a property when someone is physically in South Africa is because you can just take the offer to purchase and then ask them to sign. And then they sign. And this also goes with out of town. The same thing. So within that sign, that's when you start seeing that mm, these people could be far away. But it doesn't matter at that time because they are going to accept and then boom, they accept. When they accept, it now needs to come back to you. And when it comes back to you, obviously now your estate agent or you yourself, you will now know that it's been accepted. Further to that, you are now going to take this to your bond originator or whatever the case is, no matter 
with whichever way you're going to be funding the property. And then thereafter, this is where the challenges start. Right. Let's assume these people inherited the house, which could be a whole video on its own to explain how the inheritance works. I'm going to try my best to fill it in within here as a summary, but we will do the video on a different day. If it is an inheritance and potentially they own the property, let's assume they own the property, that is easy. They have their ability and the legal right to sign for it. So they will sign for it. Remember, they have just offered, uh, you have just offered an offer to purchase this time around. And now it is a, a point of them now, the property now needs to register. So for the property to register, they need to sign the papers with the conveyancer. But they are not physically there, right? They are not physically in South Africa right now. So what now needs to happen? Well, the paperwork now needs to go overseas. Yes. The paperwork now needs to go to United States, to New Zealand, to Australia, to uh, United Kingdom, Israel, you name it, wherever that country is. And each country has its own different systems or each own lawyers and things like that. So you now need to work very closely with the attorney who is helping you, the conveyancer, because they can tell you what is the lookalike of conveyancers in that country. So are they also conveyancers? No, maybe they might not be conveyancers. They are, they are known with a different name altogether. If they are a good conveyancer, they might say to you, don't worry, I am going to sort it out. If they are Mambara conveyancer, whoo, you are in trouble because they're going to give you the paperwork and say, please get the seller to sign. Ah, wow. You know, do you send pictures to Australia? Do you send a fax? Do you, what do you do? You don't know, right? So in this case, working with your conveyancer is the right thing to be doing. They will send the paperwork to potentially by email. However, number one, the seller needs to sign, but they need to sign in front of a specialized lawyer. In that country, you will get an equivalent of a conveyancer. And that person, it, they have different terminologies depending on country to country, right? And that person now needs to find the nearest lawyer in that country where they can go in and sign. In this case, right, if it is a country that's very much close to a South African legal terminology and legal law, um, then it's very easy. But the point is that now the, your seller now needs to print this document, find that person. If your convincer is also sharp, they can help you to find that person locally to where the seller is. They now need to sign that paperwork. After signing that paperwork, what now might need to happen is that that paperwork needs to come back to South Africa. The originals, not the photocopy, not the scanned versions, the originals, right? Whew. How do they now come to South Africa during COVID? Seriously, right? That's another problem that we now need to think about. Again, it's another video for another day. But anyway, let's not talk about that. The paperwork now needs to come back to South Africa. When they come back to South Africa, then the transaction is going to continue. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if it is an inheritance, if it is elderly people, if it is anyone who knows nothing about computers, if it is anyone who is um, a little bit distant from anything that you need to work on online, I've had several transactions 
one guy he was in dubai and this guy here he is a craftsman of sort and the only technology that he knew was whatsapp right and everything just went for a bolo choke to another bolo choke to a point where at a point he was now wanting to refuse even to assign the paperwork because he was just thinking that things are going wrong and because it was an inheritance he was now thinking that his father didn't want him to sell the property and that's not the case the case was just that we were far away from technology and being at a distance also caused its own problems well, I'm hoping that your deals are going well. And I think that, you know, when complications like this ones comes through, as an investor, you stay on the goal. What is the goal? To buy the property. How best can you help? Can you help within that process? So call in your conveyancer almost every, every other week. Hey, how's it going? Where's the transaction at? The more you understand where the transaction is, you can unearth the challenge that making the transaction not to move. Ask the question, how can I help? Can I jump in to help? Who is that person that I can actually call on on the other side? Maybe I need to try a private uh, posting company, like a normal parcel company, or whoever the case could be. Maybe you might know a bra who's coming from Dubai to South Africa. Get them to connect with that person. Find ways to win. That's all I'm going to say. But with all my transactions that I've been dealing with, with people that are overseas, Look, the solution has never been the same. The principle has stayed the same. Find ways to win. Work with your conveyancer so that you can get the project off the line. Sometimes it's going to take a bit of time, but find ways to win. If something doesn't work, try something else. If another one doesn't work, try something else until you close the deal. It is I, your boy, TJ. I'll check you out on the next video. And good luck buying from people from overseas. If you're getting stuck, I might just be able to help you out. Hit me up on a short coaching call in the description below. I might just be able to give you one or two pointers that can help you to close that transaction. Mm -hmm.